0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Out of the gate this morning, it looked like it was going to be a, a good start to the week, good start to a new month here, but we got a little bit of selling pressure into the close. Our markets did finish near their lows of the day today but it certainly wasn't all bad out there. We actually saw a lot that we liked from today's market action, even with the finish that we had. Um, Certainly a lot of strength out there in some important areas like our internals that has been an important pattern change the the way that we see it here, the way that we look at the market over the past four sessions or so, and I'll cover that here uh, with our internal watch. Uh, but first off here, speaking of the month of August, which, you know, typically can be a slow month for the market as we're nearing now the end of what is historically the worst period of the year for the markets. Uh, our market is typically strongest from the time period of October through April. And then, of course, the old adage kicks in, sell in May and go away. of the market's gains occur between October through April. And then, of course, again, all good sayings have to rhyme. So, sell in May and go away has to be true, right? Uh, Not what we've seen for the last two years is we've really gotten strong summers. Uh, It's been a strong summer so far, and nothing blow your mind type of strong, but we've been at all-time highs and... Check this out. The end of July now marks 6 months in a row that the S&P 500 has finished positive. That is the first time in history that the S&P 500 has had a down January followed by 6 months of ro- uh, in a row of gains. Really pretty impressive. Uh after January, you know there's a lot of talk out there, you know people always say so goes January, so goes the year. Well, certainly not what we have seen this year. And as as you've been saying for some time now, this is that bull market. And we are only in year two of this bull market. So we continue to see that we have a long way to go from here. And On that note, we've got some exciting stuff coming out over the next few weeks, over the next few months. That's going to be backing that up. So stay tuned with us here. We've got some really exciting stuff that we're working on here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to all have a great end to 2021. Uh, So on that six month winning streak note, a six month winning streak is very bullish for our markets. Going back to 1946, It's happened 21 times, where any time of the year you saw six months of winning streaks in a row. And historically, out of those 21 times, the market one year later, one full year later, was higher 18 out of those 21 times. So an 85% win rate there with an average gain of almost 12%. Those are solid numbers here and when you see the action that we've that we've had in the last 6 months you'd love to have uh, statistics like that to back up uh, the bullish thesis that we have here and a lot of our other major indexes as well. I mean if they weren't up the last 6 months they're up, you know, 7 out of the last 8, 8 out of the last 9. So really our markets as we are at are right near all-time highs. This, might we you expect be what you expect to some extent but uh, certainly been strong and we expect that trend to continue here so let's take a look at our markets on the day today the nasdaq was our one major index to finish positive on the day did dip uh, into negative territory towards the close but was able to rally just to finish slightly positive here up 0.06 percent to fourteen thousand. excuse me 14,681. Next up was the S&P 500 down just under two tenths of 1% to 4,387. Next up there was the Dow uh, down 0.28% to 34,838. And lastly, the Russell 2000 down just under half a percent to 2,215. Also, though, in our our broad uh, macro view here, almost... Right on cue, as we've been talking about for months, the direction of the 10-year yield continues to head lower. Now getting back to its lowest levels, roughly since early February, there's one day, it was uh, July 20th, where we did dip down um, just barely lower than we were today. That was a 1.12. Today we finished down 5% just over that. To a one point one seven, so getting really close to being back at those levels, uh, and the last time we were this low, I mentioned February. That was right before everyone started freaking out about raising rates. What it was going to mean for our for our market? It was going to destroy tech stocks. If you've been tuning in with us here, you know that we're not in that camp, and we haven't been in that camp for some time, uh, even. Going back before coronavirus insanity, our view was that rates were going to continue to head lower over the long term, and coronavirus really only sped up that process. Uh, And the way we see it here, yes, we might get some brief jumps higher like we saw earlier this year, but the long term trend of the last 40 years We see is going to remain in place, ultimately leading us to negative rates here in the United States. We may be one of the first people uh, out there to make that prediction. Uh, On the same note, we'll have a lot more work on that that we're doing as well. Really interesting stuff. Um, But that's been the way of the world since Japan started it. Europe followed. The playbook is there. And believe me, our Federal Reserve is aware of that as well. Uh, All right. So taking a look. At the rest of our market today, we did see the VIX pop a little bit today, up just over six percent. Uh still staying below a 20 here, though. Uh, we have seen this trend where we get these little spikes in the VIX, and going back to the peak of March of last year in the VIX, she continued this series of lower highs and lower lows. So we get we're getting a little bit of a pop right now. Uh we'll we'll, we'll continue to monitor that here as well. Looking at our internals on the day, this is where that important pattern change that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast is really coming into play. For the last few weeks, we've seen weak internals, right? We've talked about it with the percentage of S&P 500 companies that fell below their 50-day moving average. So even though we haven't seen this market correction on the surface in our major indexes, it's been taking place. Behind the scenes here, the mega caps really held up our major indexes. Um, but so that is actually bullish for our market that we've seen this correction take place under the hood. Now, if mega cap needs to take a little breather, uh, we think that the rest of our market could be what takes it higher. And we're seeing it now in the internals. Going back the last few weeks, we've seen days with the indexes positive. And we've had mixed to negative, or at least weak internals. But on a day like today, where you have the majority of our indexes down, we were still able to finish mixed to positive across the board on our internals, which now marks four sessions in a row that we've seen that. Again, we think that's an important pattern change as a tell from the market about which direction it wants to go. And in our view, that is higher. Uh, Again, days when the market is down and the internals are positive or at least mixed to positive like we saw today, those are usually buying opportunities, not typically a reason to be bearish, especially after uh, what we've just seen our markets go through and still be able to hold on to their all-time highs So taking a look here at our internals, starting with advanced decline, these numbers were positive all day for the NYSE, did just barely come in negative at the end of the day. They were positive for the NASDAQ, though NASDAQ positive here across the board for everything today. Uh, 52-week highs to lows were our bright spot on the day, and really good to see this indicator continue to improve. We saw a few days of negative 52-week highs to lows, for just, I think we've only, we've seen less than five of those the whole year, and I think three of them came in the last few weeks, something like that. I mean, it's definitely been a low number for a whole for over half the year to have just a few days with negative readings on that. I have to go back and double check exactly how many days it's been, but today coming in strong, right at four to one positive for NYSE and Nasdaq, and then lastly here volume, similar story. To advance the decl- uh, uh, yeah advance the for the NYSE positive for most of the day did finish negative not too bad though and then Nasdaq uh, was over two to one positive earlier in the day still finished strongly positive here on volume for the Nasdaq looking at our sectors on the day today similar to our internals. We had more positive sectors earlier in the session. We did finish with four out of our 11 S and P 500 sectors higher on the day. Those were utilities, consumer discretionary healthcare, which hit an all time high today. And then lastly, real estate pretty much unchanged on the day. And then our laggards were materials, industrials, energy, oil took a pretty big hit today. I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, and then tech was lower. Nasdaq was higher. Good to see, right? But check this out. The semiconductors, SMH, the semiconductor ETF hit an all time high today. Saw an SOX as well. Um, That is absolutely fantastic. Exactly what you want to see. If you are bullish right now, you want to see Tech leading the market, which it did with the NASDAQ today, and semis leading tech, which they did today as well. SMH up a nice 7 tenths of 1% on the day. What? That's off its highs. So it it was up nicely earlier in the day as well. Uh, But still solid close there for the semis. And lastly for today here, our VRA commodity watch, gold. Now pretty much flat on the day, uh, up 0.01% to 1,817 an ounce. Silver now down three tenths of one percent to $25.47 an ounce. Copper down pretty big on the day, 1.24% to $4.42 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, the energy sector getting beat up uh, on oil being down 3.39% on the day. Still above $71 or $70 a barrel at 71 44 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin now back below 40,000 here down $2,334 of Bitcoin on the day or 5.6% to 38,924 a Bitcoin folks. That is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us here. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.